standing sentry down every street, alone on a plain or paddock, or crowding out the sun and sky. What can trees tell us about the world, the future, and ourselves? Welcome to Future Perfect, the Emerging Writers Festival podcast. I'm Izzy Robertsaw, the Artistic Director, and this is Voices of Trees, a special project produced in partnership with Australian Poetry and Red Room for the 2017 Digital Writers Festival. We commissioned three poets from across Australia to create a new work of poetry in response to trees unique to the landscape surrounding them, and one sound producer to turn their work into the creative audio pieces you're about to hear. in the landscape. The blaze rises as an absence, flames that live in between the earth's layers. It is marked in the grain of a pine, contained in the cachet of a conifer's long memory. The moor has been swept bare by burning. This survivor still stands, a solitary pencil pine clinging to the northern escarpment of harsh country. It endures dreams its centuries of heaviness. Its Gondwanan girth has slowly twisted, bark bleached with sun and snow. It bells and bends resilient and taut. Circumferenced by wet heath and phosphorescent moss, its roots chase sustenance in the surface of peat, strata of sullen rock a kilometre thick beneath. Fire seems a distant prospect on the high plateau, amid stubby alpine scrub and sparkling acidic ponds and air that tastes of cloud and cold breath, puffs of sterile smoke lifting from slivers of ice melt sluiced down the green grooved trunks of mountain myrtles and sassafras. But each year's fire and frost is etched into the landscape. Flames soar in the margins of a tree's mind. Its instincts take it deeper into this map's memory. Ancestors stood here in an era before liquid mountain heaved itself up from a fissure of black. Now, in this country, conifers can adapt only to corners. Alone, this one must wonder for how much longer. Buria Caddy. Our guide left facts in the air that my memory cannot touch. There I saw this pole. Stepping 
up onto a log to explain all trees, but this Buria Kari were leveled by men. They left one, so its ancient seeds could explain into trees again. King Kari, the Wajala guy called it. Brown Nunga guide called it Buria Kari. Affection hung. Sadness fell, and together we breathed. This is a biodiversity hotspot, which means we have thousands of native species on Nunga Butcher, but for thousands more, precariousness hangs. The rain touched us. We were still. I have heard elders who speak of waking up their language, their culture, their butcher. Sometimes poetry feels like sleeping. Memory always repeats the dream. We saw faces in the trees on the hill of spiders and heard Nunga dreaming connected to the ghosts of gone species. We have strayed from flame too often. These trees need to burn to explain into life an essence released, a longing. There is no comfort in the naming of things, but everybody clapping on the one and everybody the three. We need to measure the trunk to understand its age. One, so we two, linked arms, three, four, encircled Buria Kari, and counted. My face against the wet bark. We, we are 16, 16 arms. This one is over 400 years old. Lick bark, wake up, dark lid, sticky mouth, with hand on heart. When I was younger, I thought trees let you access heaven, not by climbing, but as a rhyme does, welcome you into a kingdom of rhythms. Everybody clapping on the one and the three. This tree, these flames. When the trees are too young, they do not grow back from being burned. You do not grow back. Some memories I wish to sink my face into, or speaking plainly, to wake up. Buria Kari. A kind of paradise. <clears throat> Walking through the mango trees, the horses are there. Taut throats like to pluck strings as they suck cool water from the basin. The bay stomps a foot, a moony rump leaves, and so the day exhales. No air sweeter than here. No light more golden. 
The warmth of that light held by the mangoes long after dusk has muscled in. This privacy between horizons. The weightless silence. Fruit drops clean through air into soil. The reliability of that. The horses swing their heads to spit the punctured skins back into the earth. In the flimmering night, the canopy resembles something impenetrable. How ancient this all is. To lie among the trees and hear the horses breathe under a black sky, the ground sweet with rotten fruit, managing desires as they come little by little. Food, water, sleep, love even. Understanding this as the happiness the horses know between the trees in summer. A kind of paradise. Pencil Pine, Kuparuna Niara was written by Bert Spinks. Bertie Akari was written by Stephen Finch. A Kind of Paradise was written by Mindy Gill. Sound design was by Britta Jorgensen, and this episode was produced by our podcast producer, Beth Gibson. This year, the Digital Writers' Festival runs from the 24th of October until the 3rd of November. To check out the images that accompany these works, and to find out more about the artists and this year's festival, head to digitalwritersfestival.com. <laughs>